I think it really is just being open-minded and curious and wanting to learn more. My cat is going absolutely insane right now, but... Ah! <laughs> I, I've separated him from his food for the next 45 minutes. Um, it's okay. You've heard the dogs bark. Let's retrospect <laughs> on that. You've heard the dogs bark in 18 fucking episodes of mine. So <laughs> one little cat meow is fine. We're just, we're just people. Ugh. Say that shit. Woof. Wait, what? <laughs> Cheers. Welcome to the last episode of 2020, you guys. Kendall, this is our 27th episode. I think we do that like... I've Company done everywhere balloons! <laughs> we don't have a budget for that, so we'll just <laughs> pretend it's a radio show. You can use your imagination. Is it just me or did that go by really fast? Which part? The whole 27 <laughs> episodes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. It was just Incredibly like... Fast. I mean, we just had a couple projects and then all of a sudden we got all this behind us. What happened? Yeah. Oh, 27. I know, 27, at least hour, maybe hour and a half. So like how many days is that? I don't know math. Like Ooh. 20, even just average down to an hour per episode, 24 a hours for 24. So over a full day, like a day and a half worth, because some of them are closer to an hour and a half. Anyway, I've had so much fun with this podcast. So thank you for taking this journey with me, friend. Oh, it has been an absolute blast and honor. And I'm thrilled. Yes, Kendall. I'm, I'm just so feel, I have the feels and like we have some, we've accomplished something. It's one thing for us to like talk about our plans, but it's a whole other thing to like have something behind us to right. show for it. I'm so excited. Okay. Before we start, I have a few announcements to make. First, thank you to everyone who rated us on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it so, so much. Again, we said how much it means to us and it, it opens doors for us that we couldn't, um, ordinarily have so thank you that said we have a winner bow, 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 bow. <laughs> you're a winner baby yes congratulations to alexis p who won the drawing to get a gift from us yay okay we're gonna leave it as a surprise but we will share it after she gets it we'll say what it is um i can do that on social after she gets it uh, I just wanted to open it up and be like, what the fuck is this? It just sounds fun. <laughs> um, I will say I got overly excited about it. So I ordered one for Kendall and I ordered one for me. So Alexis, you will have one of three that exist. Uh, so, so we hope you like it. I love it. <laughs> Kendall I knows love what it, it is. We're going to have like <laughs> a um, like a girl gang. I don't know what you call that. Like a... Um, a squad. A what? A squad. A squad. Yes, this is. No, I mean, like, the, like, like, you have, like, a thing for, like, everybody has a, I'm thinking of the Catholic thing, like a relic. Oh. But, like, you know, we'll have to, like, Ooh, keep it yeah. up. We'll have to keep it going. And Yeah, we will all be able to point it to the sky at the same time, <laughs> at the moon. <laughs> Just before I get Whatever that thing out. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, next announcement even though we are taking a break for the holidays, please do not forget about us. This is our last one for a while, but uh, we will be back uh, sometime in January. 
Um, we'll, we'll give you dates. Please watch our social media for that because we have to just arrange our lives and figure it out. And to be honest, getting through 2020 is a lot. So <laughs> we're going to do that first. Um, but we'll give you the dates. Please don't forget about us. Don't, don't fall off. Um, and we've got so many interesting topics to cover. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm sure, Kendall, you are too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And even like for the, I think that, you know, I, there's a, there's a little bit of, well, it's the holidays. Why aren't you guys doing podcast? That's like how I think of like my favorite shows. Right. But at mm-hmm. the same time, um, like there's plenty of, this is my favorite time to like go back and like binge. I do like crime junkies and like, yeah, love it I do day. too. Uh, I do and the I same thing. I go back, go back and find the ones that, you know, I was like, oh, I'm not so interested in this right now. Oh, and that's now that weird. Have, we both yeah. do that. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, so, please do that. Yeah. Preferably if, with our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> if you I mean, weren't so whatever. interested in Diwali, it, it was a fantastic episode. If you weren't so interested in fairy tales, it was a fantastic episode. Exactly. Just, exactly right. Yes. Just have a drink uh, and come along. Love it. So please, uh, as as much as you can, just keep uh, your feelers out for uh, when we're back in January. We will be back. Um once we're back, we will also be on YouTube with video yes. capability. So in case anyone prefers to get their podcast that way, or if you just want to see our fucking faces like Kendall and I look at each other in the <laughs> eyes when we're talking, um, that's another way you'll be able to get it. So we're working on that. Um, I'm so, so looking forward to that. I know. It's going to be so fun. I mean, I'm going to have to like do my makeup and like occasionally brush my hair. but. No. No, you're not. Listen, for you, I will, Kendall. For you, I will. When others are watching, because obviously I haven't done it to date. But <clears throat> uh, Well, so y'all can't see. Caitlin is in a closet. and <laughs> <laughs> I plan to put a, put a backdrop, like a sheet or something, to look a little less trashy. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to put, yeah, two table lamps and... Okay. Finally, I just want to... I just have to fangirl for a second. I Okay. <laughs> I recently reached out to Jenny Lawson in the hopes that we could advertise on her amazing blog and she agreed. Now, I don't know if everybody knows Jenny Lawson or not. I'm a huge fucking fan. I can't even remember how I heard about her in the first place. I could for the gun to my head. I cannot even tell you <laughs> how I found out about her, but her books, her blog, every bit of her humor is it. So I've been geeking out for the last week about this, and I'm honored that she would promote our little podcast on her enormous blog. So cool. Go so check it amazing. out if you haven't. It's theblogast.com. We are on the right side panel if you are on a desktop, and we are down at the bottom if you are on a mobile. If you don't know, Jenny Lawson is my personal lord and savior. <laughs> so I can die happy now. I don't care about the rest of 2020. I so am blissful. Cool. Yeah. I will die as a smiling corpse. <laughs> yeah. Really incredible. Uh, it's just such a milestone for us. And like, again, we're this tiny little thing. And she emailed me directly back. And she signed a Jenny and everything. <laughs> and so I lost my shit and I tried to play it cool but apparently she liked us enough because she was like and she even said like I when we were starting this conversation she goes I can't wait to listen to your podcast and I was like I am going to how do you just feel so happy that you just want to jump off a cliff like I don't know what that (laughs) word is I'm so blissful like I don't know 
but that's what it was. Amazing. So anyway, we're there. Please check them out. Please check her out. And if you like our humor, you'll like her humor because she's the queen of it. So just chase it. Okay, moving on. I have a question for this episode. It's a little different, but I still have a question. It's a big question. And I thought about, I thought about texting you this question in advance so that you could think about it. And then I uh, forgot. (laughs) So So you're on the spot. Big and forgettable, just like me. Yeah. I I throw these, I throw these curveballs at you every time and you hit them out of the park. So no pressure, but take your time. Okay. Whatever you're feeling in your heart, Kendall, Mm -hmm. in your opinion, what makes someone an intellectual? What Oof. would you tell people to strive for if they want to be more intellectual? That's like a big question. It's a two-parter, but like take it however you feel it. Drop whatever you don't want to answer. Go. I would, the first thing that comes to mind is curiosity. I think that, um, I'm struggling right now in my own life. <laughs> Vomit. I hate whenever I say struggle. That's. You know, like Catholic guilt, like the church is always yeah. talking about, like struggle, struggle, struggle. And I hate, I just don't like the language for that. Right yeah. now, I'm, you're wrestling. There we go. Yes, 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 yes. yes. To the ground <laughs> and winning. <laughs> With this like fight of profundity, profound things, mm-hmm. seeking profound things because they're profound, trying to be, um, smarter like and like I think at some point it becomes so complex and complicated that and I'm not talking about the show I'm talking about like in my own life just like I'm always digging for like a one-up on some like I'm gonna own some Republican and shit like that and I think intellectual in the sense of our show and the way that I think it really is just being open-minded and curious and wanting to learn more my cat is going absolutely insane right now but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I've separated him from his food for the next 45 minutes. Um, it's okay. You've heard the dogs bark. Let's retrospect on that. You've heard the dogs bark in 18 fucking episodes of mine. So <laughs> one little cat meow is fine. We're just, we're just people. Um, I think it's that. I really do. I think that it, it's not like, I don't think it's measurable or definable by some sort of like standardized testing system. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Agreed. like Mensa or IQ. I think it really is just honest, open-mindedness mm. will, will let you, will take you to that level. Um, Whoa. Listen, that's a really, really good answer that I think I, it just, you don't have to start with what, society says is like a high IQ or you test really well because we've seen time and time again that people don't test well that are brilliant and we see people who are street smart right there's even a word for it in the vernacular they're street smart versus book smart like you're so correct I think that's such a really smart answer and you've hit the nail on the head there um that's good oh my god okay so you just took me like a couple, like I'm like a couple notches down because that's such a laser pointed answer. Anyway, okay, I have a very similar answer to that, um, cool. and I'm I'm very happy that you answered it the way you did. So I would say two things. One, 
never, ever be satisfied with how much you've learned. So Mm. the curiosity bit that you just said is the same thing. It's the same thing that I'm saying. Frankly, it's not good enough to stop learning ever. It is never good enough. Being an intellectual to me means constantly seeking out more information, constantly comparing that information with your current snapshot of your thoughts, feelings, ideals, and constantly recalibrating that based Mm -hmm. on the new information that you get. As long as you keep trying to do that, you're an intellectual because you're constantly evolving instead of becoming plateaued. Mm -hmm. Evolve or die, right? So the only other thing, so the second point to that is I would say is that you can be irreverent. You can be goofy. You can be funny, whatever. And that doesn't make you less of an intellectual. On the contrary, I believe having a quick wit like you do, Kendall, is a great example of constant learning in practice. You have to see the world around you and then you have to be able to recognize it enough to twist it into a caricature version that people not only can relate to, but they find it clever or funny or thought provoking. And to me, that's an underrated characteristic of an intellectual person. And Kendall, you absolutely have that. You absolutely have it. You have it on both fronts. You have the one, the curiosity bit that keeps you going and growing and learning. And you also have the humor where you can take what you already understand and you can twist it in a way that doesn't break it. It just bends it. To be funny and recognizable as the thing that it was. And then people can relate to you and relate to the thing better because you've translated it for them. That's what I think an intellectual is. That's really cool. I, I, and it, like, it takes one to know one, baby sis. But like, mm-hmm. I think that, I think that you're spot, spot the fuck on. And especially Thank like you. in the case with the two of us, like with the, with the um, sarcasm and mm. uh, the wit and all that. I think that. And I think there's plenty of ways that you can do that. I think there's that maybe it's not sarcasm, but maybe it's you know. Uh, oh, episode one. Um, is that mm-hmm. two? Two is uh, introverts and extroverts. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think that it. And like, what a difficult. I would be interested to hear, like, somebody on the View try. Like, I wonder. I wonder what people would say about that. How do you define intellectuals? Like, how do you? Mm-hmm. Or not in, but like how, the word itself. Uh, I think everybody would have a different answer, but yeah. ours is obviously the best. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And very similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like ours is obviously the most uh, that people should take away from it and <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> always learning, but always learning from us. Don't listen to them. They're stupid and crazy over there. Oh, God, don't don't let us be your leader. I promise (laughs) we are not it. We are fellow fellow followers. Um, Anyway, no, but no, that's seriously. And I in fairness, you gave a really profound answer. And I need to say, like, I threw you into the like fire with that. And I didn't give you any prep. And I had my answer prepared. So you said the same thing that I said after having six seconds to think about it. So I really love that we've got that dynamic together. And I appreciate that. And I'm thankful for that. And you're amazing. So I'm going to flatter you so much in this episode. Just buckle up. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So I made it. I got a drink of the episode tonight. Let's get drunk. Let's do it. Uh, (laughs) So much. It is called The Deep 
thinker. Hey. Yeah. You know? Yes. Okay. Here we go. One lime. I guess a whole lime. That sounds really intense for one drink, but okay. One handful of coriander, presumably from the garden we all have in our backyards, I guess. Where do you get a handful of coriander? <laughs> Can you get that at the grocery store? Serious so, question. I, okay. I think that some people, some people call coriander cilantro. I think that's cilantro, isn't it? No, is it? No, it isn't. I think coriander. Let me yeah, see. I'm pretty sure. I'm looking it up. I think coriander like the Brits call it coriander. And cilantro. Same thing. You are right. Yeah. Holy shit. Isn't that nuts? Okay, my head just exploded. I always thought like, <laughs> oh, coriander's a thing that I've never seen or know about. Well, like, I would think of like ground, cori- the only time I've seen coriander is like in a jar and it's like coriander seeds or ground coriander. Oh my God. Okay, so obviously go to the grocery store and grab a fistful of um, <laughs> I was like, they do cilantro. sell it in bunches, actually, yeah. <laughs> as long as you're not one of those people that think it tastes like soap. Have you heard Fuck of that? Fuck those people. Fuck yeah. those people. I love coriander. I will eat it like a By fucking itself. goat yeah. <laughs> out of the ground. <laughs> I love it. And salsa, yes. especially. Anyway. Okay. One lime, one handful of coriander. I just think that's a weird measurement. One handful. One handful. <laughs> <Right>. Anyway. <laughs> How poetry. One <laughs> teaspoon brown sugar. This sounds kind of good so far, I think. Lime, coriander, brown sugar. Okay, I learned from the last episodes from a British um, recipe. So it says 50 milliliters. Remember when we were like, what the fuck is a milliliter? Yes. I translated it. Okay. 50 milliliters it's is a lime. little bit less than two ounces. It's specifically Ooh. 1.7 ounces. So. Okay. 50 milliliters Sailor Jerry rum. Okay. I've never had that before. I know before. that one. Mm-hmm. And then 15 milliliters, which is about half an ounce, almost exactly half an ounce, elderflower cordial. This is expensive. So if you can get any kind of elderflower liqueur, just do that. Elderflower is really big in Britain, mm-hmm. like in, in the UK, but I'm not sure it's as popular here, but you can find it. I Googled it. You can it's find it. St. Germain, isn't that elderflower? Yeah, yeah, it is. So you can do that. The The brand that they recommend in this recipe is Bottle Green. And then I looked it up and it's like $30. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Y'all got the $9 handles. Where are those? Until That's- we get sponsors, Kendall, I'm not paying $30 for a drop of something right. in our drink. Otherwise, if people want to pay us to do that, I will happily buy whatever the recipe calls for. DMS Kay. girl, yes. Okay, while it's on my dime, I do the cheap <laughs> stuff. Okay. <laughs> Directions. Muddle the first three ingredients. Shake with crushed ice and decant into glass. So I felt a bit like David Rose from Schitt's Creek with uh-huh. this recipe because I didn't know what they meant by muddle the first oh, yeah. three ingredients. Just fold in the cheese, David. <laughs> Just fold in the cheese, David. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does so fold good. in the cheese mean? <laughs> So anyway, I, I looked that. it up. And to muddle means to press the ingredients against the side of the glass with a muddler. So what's a muddler? I had to do it. I had to go back, 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 back to the beginning of time. I'm so glad you asked. It's like this <laughs> long stick thing that crushes and squishes the stuff inside, but it doesn't obliterate it. It doesn't blend it. It just leaves sort of a chunky mashed situation in the glass. And then you add your liquor to it. So did you know that before yes. this? 
Oh, you brilliant man. You brilliant bartender. No, I just spend too much time in bars. No, that's amazing. I had no idea that that was it. I mean, like, I've listened. I've spent my good fair time in a bar, and I never knew that that was it. They weren't like, here's your muddled drink. They just handed it to me, and I obliterated it in my, you know, stomach. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah, you smash it, but you don't. You don't, don't blend like it. You don't make it like it. a puree. Yeah, you just exactly. kind of smush it and crush it. And I don't know. Yeah, a lot of times I saw with fruit, like if you put fruit in mm-hmm. it, it's like you do a good little mashing, but you don't like right. make it into this, the liquid that it is. Anyway, whatever. I learned something new because I didn't know what the fuck. I always order wine where my <laughs> grapes have been well long muddled and <laughs> strained. <laughs> Holy God. Did you see that video? I think it's old, but like the video of the uh, holding tank at the wine factory or whatever that like busted. And it was just thousands of gallons shooting into the like pavement. (gasps) Oh my God. I was like, Caitlin would be horrified. I would cry for days. (laughs) I cried with Notre Dame when that was on fire. I would cry more and longer. If there was a giant reserve of wine that was just thrown into the just, pavement to get this, the animals drunk. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, what a waste. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So this episode is going to be structured a little bit differently. Kendall and I discussed how we wanted to sort of um, wrap this first leg of episodes up. And what we came out of that conversation is... Um, how we came out of that conversation is we should reflect on what we've taught each other. So since being an amateur intellectual, uh, we claim is about learning and laughing. We wanted to look back and see which episodes were the most impactful for us as individuals. So I picked my top three of Kendall's, which was extremely hard to do by the way. And I feel like my top three would change each time you ask me because I learned so much from each of them. I seriously, like I kept changing my answers when I was writing my notes. And then I eventually, I said to Greg, cause he's listened to all of our episodes too. I said, what are your favorite three episodes? Just asking for a friend. Like it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and he was like this, this, and this. And I'm like, ah, oh, and then I, like, I, I, I really struggled cause I learned something important from every episode. And I really mean that I learned something really oh. valuable from each episode. So picking the top three was really hard. So just because these are my top three, just please know that they are not my top three. And if we had, five hours i it's would list of, every single episode yeah i i yeah there's there's like yeah i'm i'm totally with you there's little bits and the like the fun it, that's the thing is like i'm trying to like all they kind of all blend together in my head but i'm like okay i remember and somewhere in this Me conversation too. this um but it's yeah. like one long conversation right yeah yeah it really Same. is and Same. um You've taught me a lot, Kendall. And I, I mean, again, I'm going to give the cherry picked of the top of the top of the notes just for time. But I just I really mean it. Um, so, OK, if if you haven't. Oh, and then Kendall obviously will give three of mine, I think. And then, you know, he'll give his notes on what he's learned. So if you haven't gone back to listen to these episodes that we mentioned today, that's fine. But you know, you may miss out on a little bit of what we're going to chat about and just the context. Um, in short, we're trying to demonstrate that we didn't just drink and have a laugh and then forget about it. We really did and do try to take in the knowledge that the other one offers us. So we really are trying to be better people for this and expand our brains. Um, that's the mission. And like, obviously we're going to 
laugh and we're going to drink and we're going to make jokes of everything. But honestly, that's how Kendall and I retain our information. That's how we learn. You know, we have to chew on it. We have to make fun of it. And then it sticks with us, you know? Okay. Spot on. Babe, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's jump in. Let's I think you should do the honors and start whenever uh, you are ready to flatter me. I am yeah. ready <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, take it. Not to put you in the hot seat or the pressure on. Oh, I, I want um, to kind of, it, it's basically just a regurgitation of what you just said, but it's like yeah. going back. It was just like, well, I loved this and I loved this and I learned this and I did this and that, 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 and this episode, and this episode. And just to get things started, I think, um, and this is a f- fucking throwback, um, introverts and extroverts. I think mm. even though we had had plenty of conversations on the direction of the show and what we thought the show was going to be, we also agreed that like, we wouldn't really know until we just did it. Right. And I think- Thanks to you. Cause I was like trying to control everything and you were like, you were like, listen, we aren't going to know all the answers. And you said- we have to just start and then we will evolve and learn and grow. And I was like, okay, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. And you were absolutely right. Sorry I to interrupt, but I agree. That. You did, you did. And you said it more than once when we had this as just huh. a vision. You were like, we just have to go and then we will learn and we'll, we'll adapt very quickly. You said yeah. it at least four times and I needed to hear it. Anyway, sorry. Jesus. I'm sorry. I will shut up. I always remember it being like an agreement and you're like, yeah. Um, which maybe I was, but was. I was like bluffing. Was. I was like, yes, that's a great idea. Right. <laughs> right, get the burn book. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on its face, I think that ambivert coming from a place of not knowing what that is, and this is a bit of a spoiler, but hopefully you've listened to it. If you haven't, maybe stop here and go get check that one out. Um, there's this other thing we all know introverts and extroverts. You were like, mm-hmm. oh, well, don't you know about Amberbirds? And I was like, come the fuck again? What the fuck is that? And <laughs> you did this. It, and what you did was so cool because it wasn't like Amberbirds, 50 minutes on it. It was like, here's what we do know. This is what this means. And this is how these people act. And then come to find out most of us aren't one of these. Mm-hmm. Most of us. And the... Part at the end where you say selective ambiverts. Those are the chameleons, the shapeshifters, the people that can really. I like that changed my life. Like hmm. knowing, and that's what you're saying. You're like knowing this will make you more confident. It will make you succeed. It will make you da 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 for all of it. So I have some notes on that. But I think that that I can't overstate that enough. Like how cool and like to have it. Two episodes in. Essentially, the, it was just the timing. I think we actually released them at the same time. First mm-hmm. episode. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, off the gate. Just um, so, so very cool. And, like, I think if we had 100 chances to do it again, I don't know that I would have, like, known that that was, like, a fucking banger. So, mm. good on you. Very, very cool. Um, I think... I'm probably going to repeat myself here a little bit, but in the wrap of that episode, you explained three types of function. Uh, you get you went into a bit on the brain shutting off the frontal lobe when you're creating something. And we talked about how mm-hmm. the two of us are creators and how that's such a nice break from the barrage. Um, 
and it's almost medicinal is what you said. I, but mm-hmm. selective ambiverts, the key takeaway from the episode, I feel you did a great job explaining how so many of us are just that without even fucking knowing it. Um, that self-awareness, knowing where you are on that spectrum is so important for our success. You said 90% of those individuals who are in the upper group of work performance are the most self-aware. What an awesome link. Like how brilliant, brilliant. If we learn about ourselves to perform better, we will be better and we'll be happier for it. And like, what the fuck? Episode one. I'm like amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Kudos to you. Uh, Anytime I'm talking to somebody about, you know, with my mask on and six feet away uh, (laughs) (laughs) about the the show, it's always, always, always go back to introverts, extroverts, start there. That's, that's a really good introduction to like the dynamic, the people, the content, all of it. Excellent. Oh, honey. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. That's amazing. That's amazing to hear. I love that. Okay. Well, thank you. And I remember exactly as you're as you're saying these things, I remember the conversation and it just comes right back to me. And I remember just us um, breaking it down. And uh, I remember you were like, what? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) when we heard the uh, part about like the creative brain and how it shuts down, I remember you're like, wait a fucking minute. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to need a second to digest this. So, no, I mean, that's what this is all about. We're trying to improve and we're trying to stretch each other's brains and 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 again I, we say this all the time but in that safe space so thank you thank you for telling me that that was worth it because um it was new and we didn't know what we were doing so i didn't know what i was doing god help me it was my first episode <laughs> that i was leading on yours yeah. was yours was the first episode puberty and then mine was introvert extrovert so yeah. thank you for that because it just shows that you know we started something that we were aiming to do and did it i guess um oh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my Amazon. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Toxic personalities, episode seven. <laughs> Were you surprised? Did you think that was gonna be on my top three? <laughs> no, that was a fun one. That was a really fun one. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. I learned a lot about you in this mm-hmm. episode, and I felt much closer to you for that. Um, I learned your tendencies to avoid confrontation, you know, being a stonewaller type Mm -hmm. um, and how you carry a lot on your shoulders in relationships so that others don't have to. Um, And I really listened when you said that. And it helped me in a a relationship with you. I want to make sure that I don't cause that for you. And I'm still growing and learning that as I go. But um, meanwhile, I tend to get perfect perfectionisty and super critical or like, like this, 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 this is what has to do. Da, da, da. And I love this episode because you not only characterized, um, oh, sorry, categorized each toxic personality, but you taught us all that we are not exempt from these traits, that we should all look inward to see what we tend to do so that we can recognize it when it happens to us or, you know, when we're doing it to others. So self-actualization. I mean, you just argued that with the ambivert, extrovert, introvert thing. And I'm arguing the same thing. You you brought to the table that we need to recognize that it's not just like, oh, those narcissists over there, those stonewallers over there. I'm not one of those. It's like, no, we all are. We all are all of these things. And we need to recognize the things we fall into and how we affect others. And I didn't realize that before this episode. So I appreciate that very much. Um, we also took the that um, 
big four test after. Remember the big four where we yes. found out how much of each we were. So like, it was like, um, hold on, hold on. Don't test me. S you taught me. Sanguine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Melancholy. Phlegmatic or phlegmatic or something. Yeah, yeah. And choleric. Yes. Nice. Yeah. That is okay. it. You taught me that, teacher. So anyway, it turns out that we are super similar in our in our um, data on this specific test yes, and how very. we think and feel. So that just reaffirms our friendship, boo. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. Very. So, I so like you, you like you went into the ambivert episode knowing about ambiverts, right? Yeah. I went into toxic personality knowing those four types, and there's like nine different ways to do that, right? Yeah, you totally illuminated my life on that. And so there's this funky, like, I think that, like, once you, like, if you know something and you go into it, you're like, well, yeah, like, da 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 da, -da and, like, explaining it's fun and it's part of the process that's probably the most enjoyable. But um, mm -hmm. the, yeah, it's really cool the seeing exactly, I mean, like, literally almost exactly on every single thing, like, compared to the other, we are, like, the same. Color is type A. Sanguine is a funny part of your, uh, likes to hang out uh, uh yeah, yeah 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 phlegmatic is uh my father and yeah right i remember <laughs> i remember that yeah 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 it's but amazing that that and there is something episode. to learn from it there's something yeah. to learn about yourself you need to look inward and go like what am i susceptible to what do i tend to be like and how do i appear to others and again both of these episodes i both of these episodes i would argue are an attempt at that. It's just a stab at that. Yeah. Look inward, see who you are, and see how you are to others, and then adjust accordingly. If you're fine with it and it's good, and these are your weaknesses and that's that, that's fine. That's okay. But yeah. if there are things that you can change for your own betterment and the betterment of others, like do that, do So that leads me to my next point on that episode. Another thing that I thought was super important to take away from this episode was how to spot the extreme personalities that you need to get out of your life. Mm -hmm. So you've, okay, I'm going to do it again. Critic, passive aggressor, mm -hmm. stonewaller, mm -hmm. antisocial. Yeah, you got it. You, yeah, you got it. One more. You got and it. And then obviously, I mean, I will never forget yeah. it ever. The narcissist, <laughs> as long as I live. Nice work. So I think, again, and I've said this a number of times in a number of, uh, like, different conversations, absolutism is always a trap. Yes. So it's easy to say someone is a complete incurable narcissist or whatever, but I think it's much more common that we all have diluted traits of each of these or some, one, some, whatever, to varying degrees. So what I took away from this episode was... Obviously, watch when others are doing these things to you, but mm -hmm. just as importantly, watch these traits in yourself so watch that you, you can correct yourself as necessary. Man in the shit. mirror. Yes. <laughs> yes. So say that, shit. that was a big one. And that's all. That's all I got on that episode. I mean, I got like a thousand other things, but I really whittled it down, Kendall. <laughs> well, no. And like, that's, I think that's perfect. And I'm going to admit something. I, so in, in, I'm, I'm a little, um, I'm trying to be aware of like, I, because it, like we talked about in the text, like, it shouldn't be like, this is like the uh, Sparks notes on every mm -hmm. single episode. 
the episodes are there. Like you, you have access right. to the episodes. We would love it if you would take a listen. Um, so from this point on, I'm just gonna like kind of mention things because I don't want mm-hmm. to just like ruin every fucking good movie. Good uh, idea. I'll do the same. I'll do the same. No, but I think that was perfect. I think that was perfect because how interesting the two of those good fucking cat those two <laughs> episodes. <laughs> I think it might yeah yeah no absolutely Uh, and I'm a stonewaller so the door shut Uh, (laughs) I can't really hear it I I don't think I can hear him oh there he is um I learned a lot of that episode too and I think that that's just really a thing about the show is like how many times have I come in thinking that I've known something and I'm like this is it and I say it and you're like well, I mean, yes and no. It's a little bit more complicated than that, like you just said with absolutism. And, like, the the dynamic of having, if I could just exist in my own space and create ideas as I do without having you to be like, okay, well, like, let's, like, hone that in there. That needs a little bit of tidying up, and we're going to put flowers here and da 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 I don't, I, I would be a fucking, I, I don't know what I would be, a Twitter warrior communist <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was going to say I wouldn't shave my legs, but I can't give that up. <laughs> you will burn your bras and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but that's it, amazing. That's amazing. And that's all That's all we're trying to do is like, don't let us go any direction too far. Tether us when we need to be tethered, but like mm-hmm. also let us drift where we need to drift mm-hmm. right it's a balance like anything else speaking like, of tether me oh <laughs> <laughs> wait wait what wait what wait okay so i was gonna bring this up at the end but see like we're having this all like i think that the, i'm gonna fuck up the rest of this episode because i'm gonna, drawing all of the remembering all these pieces but he did get in how in the fuck did he get in here Oh, that was him getting it. And that noise, I thought he was in his litter box. He was literally crawling up the door. Um, (laughs) This wasn't my number two, but this, uh, whatever. Uh, In the range of topics, talking about sex, talking about Mm -hmm. fairy tales, talking about puberty, talking about conspiracy theories. I think that it's so fucking cool. The courage... That you took on with, especially leading that episode on sex, which is like, if for anyone, is a just like a, oh god, do I have to? Do I want to? I think I do, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I awkwardly giggled through that whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just really, really fantabulous. It's fantastic. I was gonna say fantabulous, and I hate that. It's um, good. I have that in my notes down at the end. I'll come back up to my number two. Um, what you did with, God damn, a cat. <laughs> he literally, so I have like a, his food in the Tupperware and he just, like a big Tupperware and he just knocks it he over. Just so he just swan over into it. it. <laughs> um, giving. Giving mm, yeah. you did just a few weeks back. Yep. And I was in Lufkin and my hometown. And just after the election, Thanksgiving-ish time, just right before it, and 
we did that podcast and it was so cool how you because it you it was actually about you got the idea because giving day is sometime in that same right it's like the mm-hmm. beginning of november mm-hmm. yep and the whole idea of thanksgiving in general is you're supposed to be grateful so how are you to be grateful if you don't make it for other people to be grateful i don't know i just Cheering. don't think you can just sit there and consume all day hello but Black Friday and Cyber Monday have taught us something different about ourselves. I know, I was going to say, as I sit and watch Netflix all goddamn day and <laughs> <laughs> drink my box wine. Right. You shouldn't just take all the time and consume. Gulp, 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 Netflix, Netflix. <laughs> Amazing. Look at all Get these people the couch, in a Caitlin. line. Yeah. Um, I think that episode was really, really cool because it was... It was about an hour and like literally almost the entire thing was like a lot of people think that they can't give because of their financial situation or wherever they are. And it was 50 minutes of like, here are other ways, here are alternative ways to be a uh, contributing citizen. It was so cool. The the length and the, the length of time itself and the breadth mm-hmm. of different options that you gave, I just really thought that was here I am using that stupid fucking word again but it was it was so important and impactful and meaningful moving forward mm-hmm. in my life like I was gonna say profound um I I think that conversations like that need to happen more obviously mm-hmm. um I even like I, there was one point where we were talking about like wealth like the wealthy folk that give mm-hmm. and we had a bit of a disagreement but then it like right. we like kind of came to a conclusion and like that's the whole I just think that's so fucking cool that we do this together it is open it is safe it's cussy but it's funny it's fun it's all of those things I just think it's I I don't want to be like too like patty on the backy but I'll pat you on the back oh sweetie say, just really really cool cool shit Uh, and i'm gonna pat you on the back too because you brought up a perfect perfect point kendall and i do not always agree if we did we wouldn't have a fucking podcast because (laughs) we'd just be in a bubble of agreement and who is to say the point of this all is i love him anyway he loves me anyway we respect each other and we can we can put our like we agree on a lot of things. Like we're a pretty fucking overlapping Venn diagram, but we have things where our experiences, whatever I, if I say age, I just, I'm going to kill myself. Our age. And, <laughs> no. um, I'm young and you're hard. Like, okay. You're like 20 but, minutes older than me. It's not a yeah, big please, deal. Please tell me that every day. I need you to be my alarm clock that says that. Um, <laughs> you just came out but, of the womb. It's morning. Get up. That's right. It's still the dawn of my fucking life, okay? <laughs> I'm going to live till I'm 120. Probably not with all the wine, but it's fine. I need a liver transplant and then I'll be fine. Back to our giving episode. Give me your liver. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, sorry. So, uh, no, but seriously, Kendall and I don't agree. And I think that that is beautiful. I think that that is a template that we all need to strive for. I'm sorry. If you surround yourself with people who only agree with you, you will be worse for it. Mm-hmm. You have to be challenged and you have to think about it. And from I'm only speaking for myself, but Kendall, I take your brain very with a lot of reverence and I take it with a lot of 
wait. So when you tell me something that is not the typical narrative that I hear, I go, huh, and I'll say whatever I need to say in the moment. And then I very much take it away after our episodes or even off air when you say something, I think about it and I'm like, I need to give this some consideration because Kendall said it. So Hmm. that's what we need to exemplify. And that's what we need to be more. It's like, I love this person. I trust this person. I've seen this person's brain in action. Maybe I don't have all the answers. Like, let me at least do the exercise of trying it on and seeing from his perspective of what he's saying. Um, more people need to do that. And you you and I in this podcast do that occasionally. It's not often. I mean, again, you and I vibe a lot, and that's why we are such good friends. But I think there are times where we're like, um, I don't really know about that. And that's happened a few times, yeah. um, which leads me to my next episode. I actually just switched the order for this. So I'm going to do this one. And then because these weren't ranked, like I just was like, I don't know, top three. Um, so I'm going to go to this one and then I'll go back to the other one that I have. But the Black Lives Ladder, uh, the Black Lives Ladder. Movement. <laughs> <laughs> Very <laughs> you know, the important episode, Black Lives Ladder. The Black Lives Matter, they're trying to climb the ladder, right? Is that that not what it is? Sorry, I'm a fucking idiot. Black Lives Matter, BLM movement. I'm just a fucking idiot that can't talk, that's all. Okay, so the question you asked me in this episode was, what do you think of um, the role of police and, like, who pays for it? Mm -hmm. Um, So I really thought on this one, and and I think absolutism, as I said, is a risk factor again. Um, to say all cops are bad is simply not true. To say all cops um, are good is simply not true. Um, I do think that the establishment of the police industry, especially after this episode that you led, needs cleaning up. It needs not just cleaning up, like it needs like reformation um, to prevent exploitation. So I really took away after that episode and we did our initial talking and I really thought on this a lot. And I, and so what I mean by that is, like I said, in the episode, there needs to be accountability and transparency so that we can smoke out the bad ones. Um, are most of them bad? Like I have no fucking idea, but whether that's the case or not, I think the system needs correcting to minimize the opportunity for racist psychopaths. Yeah to get through the screening process and walk the streets with a badge. Yeah. So, and that was because of you. I mean, you really made me think about it where before I was like head in the sand. I don't want to think of it. It's, it makes me sad. It makes me feel bad. I don't want to feel bad. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, Kendall is holding my hand to the fire and saying like, just listen, you just have to see Mm -hmm. what is happening to other people. That is not you. And I definitely, before this episode was like, no. And then after, I mean, I told, remember, uh, Kendall, I don't know if we said this on air before, but I, I told him, I'm worried about this episode. I'm concerned. And you're like, listen, I've got this. Like, it's, you know, like, it'll be fine. Like, I'm going to do this in a responsible way. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. We're two white people. How do we have it? Da, da, da. Worry, worry, worry. Reason one, two, three. And you're like, just, I love you. Shut the fuck up. You said it way nicer than that, but Cliff's notes, Cliff's notes. So anyway, when I when I left that conversation, I thought about it a lot and I compared it to and I said this in the episode a little bit, but I thought more on it. Um, I compared it to the Catholic priesthood. So to say that all Catholic priests are pedophiles is just not true. It's just absolutes. Right. We don't live in absolutes. Some people go into the priesthood with good intentions and they hold up 
those good intentions throughout their lives. Now that said, there's a huge fucking blind spot in the Catholic Church that pedophiles have found and exploited. Okay. I think this is the same with the police. There are blind spots that need addressing so that the holes in the ship are plugged and everyone doesn't fucking sink in the ocean. Yeah. The good and the bad. Right? No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I'm glad that we're talking about this because what you point on the the BLM thing and the, the white people and the... I don't have to pay attention. I don't have, like, it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. affect me. All of these mm-hmm. cliches that we've all heard and all of that bullshit. Exactly. Right. The, right. I think that I might have mentioned this in that podcast, in a, a podcast, but somebody really succinctly summed it up for me. I Right around that same time, John Lovett in Love It or Leave It, which is from Crooked Media, yeah. uh, Pod Save America, one of those guys. He said he didn't understand... He's a white guy, gay guy. He was just like, I mean, like, obviously, like, worked for Hillary, was a speechwriter for Hillary. Like, obviously, I knew that there were, like, indiscretions and, like, it wasn't great, but, like, eh, it doesn't really affect but all of that. And he, and then he turned around on his show and he was like, listen, after this year and after going through George Floyd and protests and this and this and this and covering mm-hmm. it, I've learned that there are, during coronavirus, during George Floyd, during all of us, there are communities in crisis trying to get back to normal. Yeah. And then there are communities where normal is crisis. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Whoa. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that really has been, like, that guy nailed that. That's exactly spot the fuck on. I wish that that were part of that episode. I think it was just after, but I'm going to say it now. That is the perfect way to frame any conversation going forward, I think. I think that that has to be a piece of it. And that really sets the table for, like, this is what we're talking about. Shut the fuck up about your stupid all lives, stars like blue, all of that shit. That's the perfect, like, cut to the point. Well, and you brought it into my life in a way, as I said in that episode, that was not threatening and it wasn't like, hey, shut the fuck up, you white right. privilege. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like I'm like, right now. Yeah. You were like, please be quiet, you beautiful woman. <laughs> you softened it. Fine. No, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In all seriousness, you were like, and I said it in, in that episode, I'm like, you, you were very much like, take my hand. We're going to go through this together. together. It's going to be ugly. You yeah. have to have your eyes open because you'll be better for it. And I was like, okay. I mean, that's what I've totally told you that I'm about. So let's do it. Yeah. Um, I was really cautious. I mean, I definitely wasn't like, let's go. I was like, oh, I'm getting a lot of questions. And you're like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. You soothed me throughout and you were like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And I'm better for it. Like, I see things differently for that conversation. And I really mean that. That was a gravity-inducing conversation that helped my perspectives change. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, like, where do I go? There's no excuse for the way that the police system is as it stands uh, across the United States. And that needs to change. That needs to change. However, I'm cynical and, and, and like 
informed enough to know that the honor system is just not going to work, right? Yeah. So we can't say, oh, we'll take change, like just be better. And here are the sensitivity right. courses and then just like go forth and do whatever. Yeah, It's all about transparency and policy change together. Um, yeah. that hold them accountable, right? So you taught me that. So I don't want to live in a world where there's no policing. So in other words, I believe in a system that needs to be in place to protect us law followers um, from the lawlessnessers. That's a word. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Say it with confidence. Fuck off. But the current system needs to be audited mm. closely and changed significantly. So I see myself sitting on the fence of both sides. I see good, remember, visual learner, right? I see myself sitting on the fence. I see good people on the police side. I see good people on the Black Lives Matter side. And I see that, trans how do we move forward? How do we get somewhere where the uglies go and the good stays? Mm. Um, I think we need transparency and accountability on the part of police, on the part of police. Yeah. If we have much better accountability and transparency the good guys will remain even be celebrated right and the bad guys will be weeded out right easy for me to say right i have all these ideas go do them <laughs> like fuck well, off and go they, do they it and fight, find a budget for it they fight you at every turn we do we have answer. Right. we have the fucking answer they don't yeah. they don't want the answer they know the answer it's community oversight and they don't want accountability right if you can just do, do whatever the fuck you want and get away scot-free. The guy that killed a Tatiana, it's, like, his trial date's coming up pretty soon. He's going to get away with it. He's going to get away with it because in the last 20 years, five of like 3,000 officers have been convicted. Like mm -mm. Statistically, it's impossible for him to pay for it. And it's just absolutely bewildering. So exactly. And so remember, too, this is, again, where we have different perspectives. I don't know that we disagree. We just have different perspectives. Think about the good cops that are trying to do good and they're getting spit on. Yeah. Like the ones that truly never would kill anybody in the line of duty. They're yeah. like, no, I will disarm. I will serve. die before I kill serve. somebody. Right. Yeah. Where are they? There's like they're getting lost in the shuffle, too. And I'm like, God damn it. Just as the innocent victims are getting lost in the shuffle and it becomes a bigger debate. Like that sucks. Yeah. So anyway, I really, I really appreciated that episode because even though like I, f I think that you and I vibe a little bit differently on like if we were standing on the bubble of the spectrum, you know, like if we were standing on a spectrum, I think you and I are on different, like we're not completely on opposite ends, but we stand not we're on the same side and on different pegs. We're on the same side, but different. Yeah. Different platforms. Right. Yeah. Like. I definitely agree. And I love you for that because Same. you gave me a perspective that I didn't have before. And yeah. uh, shame on me. Like, seriously, no. listen, listen, I'll own it. No, no, no. I Like, I have no shame in owning it. Um, I probably should, but I don't. <laughs> like, no shame in owning it, but I didn't. And then you illuminated me to a different perspective that I needed to give more consideration to. And I really appreciated that a lot. And I will continue to think on that and evolve on that and be more active on that front for that episode. Um, so that's a big one. Um, okay. Sorry. That, so that, that I is say, that right on that. <laughs> right on, right on. That's a quote from Texas's next governor, Matthew McConaughey. I will kill goats to make sure that happens. <laughs> Um, Pentagons, <laughs> candles. Speaking of which, <laughs> this might be a good spot for a little tease for our next year, our next season. Ooh, um, Ooh yeah. I, and like delete this if you don't want this getting out. But we've talked about in covering some religious holidays and we're going to, mm -hmm. I want to learn some stuff about like the gyms and I've mentioned that. And 
We've talked about like Wicca and Satanism mm-hmm. and da 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 da. I want to learn all of it. Same. I just watched a documentary that must be pretty fucking new, and it was called Hail Satan, and it was on Hulu. Okay, I saw that, but I it didn't watch it. I saw it. It was there. Tell me about mind it. Mind fucked me in a rare way because I was like, <laughs> mind fucked me in a, a rare way. <laughs> Not like I'm used to getting mind fucked, like bent over and railed, <laughs> like fucked, like gang fucked in the fucking alley, but got paid for it. <laughs> I said gang fucked. It's gang fucked. I love you. You're perfection. You're a Christmas miracle. <laughs> um, give it a watch because I oh, think well. that we could literally do about three episodes, not on like Satanism, but on projection. Yeah. Christian evangelical projection. They go into it a bit. This isn't, I don't think this is a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. There's, I, there's just so much. Like, at every turn, I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know that. What the fuck? I didn't know that. What the fuck? I didn't know that. Um, at one point, because you just mentioned, like, the the um, the priesthood and all of that and the pedophilia and all that. And yep. there's all these rumors of Satanists being, you know, pedophiles killing babies yep. on altars and shit. And mm-hmm. they have Satanists in the room, and they're like, they were saying that right as we were learning about the priesthood. They were projecting all of it on us and we don't even like have church right so like <laughs> it's just kind of it was really really uh, give it a watch let's like I, i'm gonna rewatch it let's like talk about maybe doing some something on that next season uh, I think. yes and i will say from my from the uh classes that i took on history like because i'm obsessed with it and i'm a fucking nerd but that's always been done about other the others. So always. in the 90s, there was a huge, huge scare about Satanism and yep. Satanists did it and whatever. And it's like, no, it was just like the guy next door, the fucking pillar of community that like murdered 85 women and then like had a family of five or whatever. Like, nope, that's pretty much what it is. And went to church every Sunday. <laughs> right. but, so there was that. But also so and time and time again, that was the template. But also um, like the propaganda around World War Two. Yep. About the about Jews, yep. fucking Jews, the nicest. Like I mean, <laughs> like listen, Funniest. they were like, oh, the hairy monsters that are gonna like right. capture your children in the night and eat them yeah. or whatever. I mean, it was that. It was that atrocious. It was that ridiculous. Ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm Rid- sorry. Ridiculous. Are the Karens? Jews, typically, <laughs> right? Or are they evangelical Christians? Right. Just. <laughs> Saying. Right. Are they at the Pentecostal? Anyway. Or they, right. Yeah. We're uh, the scary ones, guys. I mean, I say we. I'm not being mad. But anyway, so I'm going to tell you something on that. And then we'll, I'm sorry, we'll we'll continue. But on the tangent, um, I told Kendall this off air, but I'm going to say it on air. So I, <laughs> after our conversation, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I do. After our conversation, I bought... I was like, this is so fascinating. We need to talk more about this and like learn more about it. So I bought the Satanist Bible because my mom said in her school, in her college, she had to read it. It was part of the literature about like, you need to learn what this is because it's, it's just classic narcissism. It's not going to hurt you. Like you don't have to like set it on fire or whatever. It's just somebody's stupid opinions and you need to read it. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to buy it. So I, so I bought it and I'm reading super slow these days because I'm just busy and whatever, coronavirus, whatever. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> hmm. 
It's hiding. I have it hit. Greg knows I have it. He doesn't like it. He does not like it in the house. And I'm like, I get it. I you like get chased it. him around like teasing him, didn't you? Like, I'm like, ah! Yeah, right. Gonna get you. Don't piss me off. I'm going to put the Bible, the Satan Bible under your pillow. Yes. But like, I hide it. And so I'm, I'm part of the problem because like I hide it in this like specific drawer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, this is going to sound so bougie. Please just don't judge oh, me. With, it, with your gold? Mm-hmm. I pay <laughs> somebody to come every other week to clean my house okay. so that I don't have to do it. It's a bougie thing, but I just get Girl, overwhelmed and I can't do it all and chase everybody. I am terrified of her finding that with no context. <laughs> I am terrified. It keeps me up at night. Like, I feel like she's going to find it and go like, Um, we're going to set this place on fire because these people are Satanists, which I am absolutely not. I am absolutely not. I just want to see what narcissism sounds like (laughs) in a book about. So that's what's interesting. Watch the show. Watch the show. Okay. There's probably. I'll send you the book too when I'm done reading it. And if you're interested, you can read it. Yeah. Because I'm I'm thinking. It's very much like anti- religion like i think it's more that than anything else it's very it's not even atheist quite but it's it's the most like atheist it's not like actively worshiping the devil it's more like we don't give a shit and just like live your best life and like whatever i mean i don't it's very that that. it's It's very that but it's not like okay so and like maybe because like this is like the satanic temple up and like that organization is like the one that did like they're the one that like sued oklahoma they went to arkansas all of that it's a polytheistic, they're kind of just like, whatever you like, like, that's great. Um, we were talking about utilitarianism last mm-hmm. week or whatever. Kind of very similar to that. Like, whatever you say is sacred is sacred, love that. And then they went through, like, the seven tenets. And the tenets are better than the fucking Ten Commandments. Like, it's just yep. kind of bewildering. I, because I was sitting there and I was like, I had all this weird, like, icky in me that, like, that's just in my bones. It's it's mm-hmm. the same as we when we're talking about racial issues and, like, there's just shit in your bones that you didn't put there. It's not your fault. But, like, it fucking stays and you have to do the work. And I was just right. sitting there and I was like, To oh unlearn God. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm uncomfortable about this, but why am I uncomfortable? There's the, And then they read those tenets and I was like, holy shit. It's so like, do it's- good. Do good. Do good. Be good. And uh, contribute in any way you can. And it was just like, it's mind-numbing. Ugh. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, that'll be a good episode. We should definitely break that down. And um, when I'm done with the book, I'll I'll have, like, a better opinion of it. But I will say, like, it's just so... Oh, man, we're on a tangent. Sorry. It's just like... Remember how Charles Manson, Mm -hmm. like, everybody's like, oh, my God, he's so scary. Like, don't even say his name out loud. It's so scary. And, like, Harry Potter, I mean, that same template of, like, he who shall not be named, don't say his name because you might summon him. And, like, Bloody Mary and, like, don't say her name and Beetlejuice and whatever. It's all the same template. And I feel like, no, they're small, self-centered people. Like, that's all it is. (laughs) That's all it is. And the person that wrote this... Uh, little Bible. It sounds bigger than it is. The Satanic Bible. It's not. It ain't a Bible. It's a book that somebody wrote. <laughs> it's a novella. <laughs> it's very, like, I kept reading it. So I was reading it, and of course, Greg was like, ew, 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 ew. I'm going to be in the other room. And so I keep shouting because obviously he can't escape me. And so I was like, I was like, this is so narcissistic. And he's like, I don't want to know. And I'm like, 
ew. And he's like, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So I just felt my nose kind of crinkle at the, Uh like, as I was reading it. Cause I was like, I hear it. It's not scary. It's just look out for number one is like the, is like the manifesto of this. And I just feel like if we all did that, then like everybody would die. Cause you would would have, you would have contemporary American culture. You would have, Oh, uh, God. <laughs> <greed>. <laughs> oh, God. People Gendel, fighting that's... against health care and wanting to maintain power. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a good thing that we're recording on a Saturday night because <laughs> you do know that you're going to give me nightmares about this. But it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, back on track. Anyway, let's do it. Let's do an episode on it. Let's, let's do it. Let's in 2021. Let's agree that we'll do a, an episode because I feel like we'll both come to the table with like interesting perspectives on it. And I do too. Ugh, I mean, I think it'd be a really cool conversation. And I think that yeah. right in line with the show, maybe we do like a little mini series or something. We'll have videos. So like, it'll just be really fabulous. Stay tuned, folks. Ooh, I'll put on my dark uh, <laughs> smoky eye for it. Yeah. <laughs> And my red lipstick. Honey, it's gonna, we're gonna, yeah, it's gonna make that shit look ridiculous. I love it. I love it. You know, I love we're a show, ridiculous. darling. Ridiculous. Okay. One of, one of my buddies, a uh, drag queen down here in uh, Tarrant County, Fort Worth. Uh, Tarrant actually, County. she lives in Dallas now, but she does a number so fantastically well. Uh, it's called God Warrior, and it's um, that lady that was on Wife Swap. You remember mm-hmm. her? Mm-hmm. I'm a god warrior, and I don't want your money, and I don't want oh your. Oh my god! Yeah, a oh, hand in the air. Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> she was screaming it. Screaming. No, no, no! I know exactly. Did what you're you talking do about. astrology? They are witches. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Crazy bitch. Oh um, my god! She does like a three or four minute lip sync of that clip, that whole <laughs> thing where she's like taking off her microphone and she's escaping, and running from the show, and then it goes into J Hud. I'm telling you, I'm not going. And oh, where is that just, on YouTube? I need I know, a link. It might be on YouTube, actually. It might be. I'll, I'll, um, oh my God. We might share that. If I can find it, we'll, yes, we'll put it on Yes. If socials. they, ha- if it's on there, we will definitely, like, we will search and we will share it because that sounds fucking amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fab, fab, fabulous. Okay. Sorry. Oh so off. It and doesn't matter. Who cares? This yeah. is our last stick. Who cares? I want to, okay. So my last one is not even like a one because. Like we said, but I really enjoyed the learning from you on uh, two. I'm thinking of like right off the top of my head, but there's more than that because while phobias and fairy tales were it, people don't like this word, and I don't like that they don't like this word because it's a perfect, it's a good word, wonk, like Mm. like the things that like put sparked piqued your interest hearing you listening to you talk about those things was so much fun during the season uh halloween the moon you would space the final frontier like you have so many different little like wonky is the <laughs> right, right word technically sorry that is the right word <laughs> <laughs> people do not like that and it's so I do. Good, good, good. Thank you. Because I'm, I'm always fighting. I'm like, it's wonk. The word is wonk. Um, that, that was really, really a blast. And one of my buddies who listens, this is actually his second time we get a shout out consecutively. Um, he, he mentioned in the beginning of the show, he's like, whenever y'all do one about like, this is like something that like, I'm not going into it learning. Like I know this much already and I'm passionate about it. 
Those yeah. are always, always, always a blast. So Aww. I want to thank you for being so open and I don't know if it's like this like weird high school thing where I'm like uh, embarrassed by like the things that I'm passionate about. Like you like you it's like you play it cool and you don't be like a fucking nerd kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Even though I was totally a fucking nerd. Me I still too. I am. Fine. Um I think that like kind like doing that and being proud about it and open and doing it on a microphone and 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 sharing and yeah. creating little fires everywhere is just really really special and another part of why this show has been so much fun so thank you for for with a reckless abandon running into <laughs> the darkness with like i like fucking fairy tales we're gonna do a show on fairy tales and it's yeah gonna god be damn it because this is what's interesting yeah. and it was it was fr- <laughs> the fucking rapunzel getting her head sawed off by her dad excuse yeah. me bitch what cinderella cutting <laughs> off her own fucking toes to get in the goddamn yeah. what the fuck like really really cool and shit, I would have never, I would have died not knowing. And it's cool to know and probably very useful. Um, on what? On Jeopardy trivia. or something? <laughs> but, oh, God. rest in peace, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but very, just a, a part of keeping the show, we, we, I think we did a good job of balancing. Like, we had some intellectual, we had some, it was all pretty fucking intellectual, it's the wrong word, but like, we had some heavier things, we had some more scientific things we had some more fun things we had some more storytelling like i just the balance the the combination of them all you knocked out of the park so congratulations thank you you. thank you i mean my uh nerddom pays off for somebody so i can just (laughs) go forth and learn (laughs) no it's great and again i do believe in a like if i was a teacher which i am very much not uh, and I would be fired right. for cussing Absolutely. so much. Like, we would tell these stories in this way, right? So that they would take away the nuggets, but they would remember it because we told it in a way that was funny. And I just believe in that. And I think that's really important. Um, so that, thank You're you. Oh, Kendall. Um, thank you. I, I'm glad that you enjoyed these episodes because we just, I mean... When we started this podcast, we just pulled him out of the air. It's like, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? And he and I made a list. You and I made a list yeah. and just said, like, I don't know. I <laughs> what, do you, what do you know about? What do you want to learn more about? I mean, we started from nothing. And uh, and so that's that's amazing. And I love that. And um, he and I have a very extensive list uh, to add to for next year. So stay tuned. Please don't please don't abandon us because we have some better things coming. Uh, okay, you ready? Are you ready. ready for my last one? Ready. Okay. Do you know what it is? I mean, I, you don't I, have to know. No you don't idea. have to know. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. I mean, this is like out of everything you've ever done. Okay, so coming into this episode, I knew very little about Brene Brown. Ah! I knew who she was and I'd seen her TED Talks, but that was it. So after this episode, I really felt like I had a better understanding of who she is and what she's all about. Thanks to you. I haven't read her books yet, but I plan to. Also her podcast. I haven't listened yet, but I will. Um, And uh, to be honest, I haven't read 
anything other than work emails and news articles for work <laughs> and such. So yippee. I need to fix myself. <laughs> anyway, growth. We will have an episode yes. on self-growth and getting better when you're in a rut. Anyway, so one of the most impactful things you said about Brene that really stuck with me is you said she's a scientist and a storyteller combined. Um, a great combination. She gives language to topics, you said. She identifies complex emotions and names them in common tongues so that we can know how to speak about what we are feeling, why, and how we can fix it. I think that's really brilliant because identifying what you're feeling and putting a name to it helps us so much in understanding, quantifying, mm -hmm. and ultimately overcoming the things that are holding us back. Um, so this is a craziest example, but I took from this something and I put it into my adult life. <clears throat> Assuming that I have a child life and an adult life, I do. <laughs> so in my adult life. <laughs> Um, for the sake of proving that I've learned from this episode and that I can be vulnerable, Brene, here we go. I named my anxious feeling and it really does help me, as weird as it sounds. So let me give you an example. Yeah. Thanks to your episode. I wake up in the night often feeling super stressed and my brain decides that this is the time to send adrenaline through me and my thoughts start racing about everything I need to do, what I've forgotten to do, what I haven't done well enough, whatever. It's super fun. I love it. Recommend it. Five stars. <laughs> anyway, it's so silly, but I just have to do this silly exercise and say, quote, Gina. Her name's Gina. Oh, yeah. Girl, I hear you, but you need to shut the fuck up and let me sleep. As soon as I wake up, I promise I'll pay attention to you and we'll work this all out. Don't worry. Yeah. And then she shuts up. Nice. I don't understand why this works. But it does. And this is a huge like contribution to your episode on Brene. Um, I've somehow acknowledged uh, this part of myself, named it, uh -huh. addressed it rather than it being a feeling that I can't separate myself from. Yeah. So to anyone who has this issue like me, try it. Kendall brought me Brene. And in turn, I bring you this. I hope I it helps. It. I think that's really, really cool. And it's such a weird I don't know how this happened. It's, I've had two conversations with anxious people in the last week, actually three, and three different people. Four, struggle including with, me. Well, four now, yeah. <laughs> well, and if, if I've talked to myself and then, yeah. Um, how mental illness has just been swept under the rug, covered up, hidden for so long, uh, unexplored, Uncharted on all of it. It doesn't make, I don't know how this happened. And even from things like my friend just got put on uh, some medicine that he's a little nervous about. And then my other friend is like, I'm refusing to take medicine. And my other friend is like, take Benadryl. And like, there's just like, everybody's got a different way to do it. The thing is, though, in my unexpert amateur intellectual. Yep, amateur intellectual. <laughs> mm -hmm. He said it. <laughs> I think that Brene is spot on. And like, literally, Figuring out what you're feeling is 98% of it. Mm -hmm. Naming the goddamn thing, identifying the issue, 
You can't go into the fucking battle not knowing what you're fighting. Like, you just, it's just so fucking important. So I'm really, really glad that we did that. And I'm glad that you found a way to make that work for you. And I'm glad that you're sharing that. And I think that it's, it's just, we got to keep doing this shit. We just got to keep this shit. Yeah. Because it's so And you know what, Kendall, you bring up a really good point because... I make a joke about this, but like, it's so not a joke. Watch, watch how 2020 reverbs into mental illness. Watch the people who are going to come out of this somehow addicted to something or suffering in a way that they wouldn't have already, that they were predisposed to already. Like if ever there was a time to make mental illness mainstream, it's now. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Tell me somebody that isn't struggling in some way and putting it under the rug because they are feeling ashamed, Brene, shame, to share it. No, no. So that's something that also you taught me. And excuse me, um, I feel like that is a very important lesson. You are not alone. And the idea that you are is completely culture based. (laughs) Our culture is telling us that you're the only one. (laughs) You're the only one that's not living in a rom-com. I don't know what you're thinking. You're feeling sad? What's that? Oh, we are a size two and drink wine at every meal. That's cute. No. So anyway, I totally. And I think you're right on point. You're right on point. You also said... That Brene shared a story from her life that I think we can all relate to. You said she was scolding the family dog, saying bad dog, when he said something that he, or sorry, when he said something, Jesus <laughs> Christ, when he, when he was like, girl, hey, bitch, your bangs are out. shit. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. When he did something that he wasn't supposed to, Jesus yes. Christ. Then her daughter called her out and said that she shouldn't label the dog as bad because the dog made a mistake. I think there's something really important there about ourselves. Um, We need to forgive ourselves and be kinder to ourselves. Otherwise, we fall into the trap of labeling ourselves as less than, less than, than. in some way. And that's just not true and it's she not beneficial that. so respectfully if you're currently doing that knock it off yeah and she calls it a shame spiral she says once because yeah. her, her whole point is like there's all of these feelings and most of them if not all of them at the root of them it's shame and you can figure out about nine different paths always to get back down to shame and if you let that shame take yes. hold of you you will isolate yourself and you'll yes. be the only person in the world with that problem and it's just simply not true and it can Goodness. be dangerous Right. It's, 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 yeah. Oof. You're right. Brene I mean, has me backed up, bro. Yes. It's a fundamental truth and people should listen to it more. Um, this is random, but um, it was also our only episode that we didn't include an alcoholic drink. That's right. Or like, a non- I mean, we did do non-alcoholic drinks that we encouraged you to spike, like in the <laughs> yeah, Indigenous did. People's episode or the Dave Chappelle episode. But this is the only one that we were like, PR. Pure Brene. <laughs> we will abstain today. That's and right, in Emily. honor of Brene's favorite drink, top, Topo Chico. Topo Chico. High praise. She's anyway, a, I just wanted to note that. She, yeah, she, I don't know if we talked about it in the, ep- we might, I might not have mentioned it. She's a reformed. Um, she went through, I believe, AA <laughs> and 
Hmm. Um, I didn't know that. I knew she didn't drink. Yeah, she used to. Um, but that's that's why I did that. I must have done that without mentioning it, and I don't know why I did mm. that because she's open about it. She talks about that was kind of what sparked her like, I'm coping this way. Why am I coping? And that kind of led to this long yeah. career. Numbing. Of, why am I numbing it or whatever? Yeah, exactly. And she talks so brilliantly about like if you numb with alcohol, what you're doing is you're not you're, you're not only numbing the bad. You, when you numb, you numb everything. If you're right. looking for it's, good while you're doing yes. Oof. That's right. It's a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound and particularly an addictive Band-Aid on a, gun <laughs> on a gunshot wound. That's going to cause you all kinds of problems. But, and, I say with and my box wine. it blocks every good feeling after that. It's just, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, no, uh, you. it's really profound. And, and you gave us a lot of food for thought on that episode. And actually... Uh, when we look at the analytics, the Brene Brown episode is the high. I mean, by far, it's the highest. I think it has like a hundred, almost 140 downloads. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. that one episode alone, like holy shit! I mean, like there's something there. There's obviously something there for people to listen to and learn Brene from. Brene Brown is our Lord and Savior, and that's uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Kendall, do you have any? Not to put you on the spot, but do you have any like final thoughts about? Anything, any other episodes wrapping 2020, you know, anything and then yeah. everything. Just tell me. I'll keep it brief because I think that I have it at the top of my notes. 2020 wrap. God damn it. That feels so good to say. Say it with yeah. me. The, the, 2020 the sucks. Never, <laughs> the never ending year is almost ended. And what a strange time and what a hard time and challenging time and my god I don't know that if any other time I would have taken this leap I think that I would have come up with about 10 different excuses all of which were fucking bullshit and mm -hmm. um what leap what do you mean starting this with you and and oh and committing. honey I I, I, I it was like a perfect combination of time friendship love care Curiosity, mm -hmm. uh, wanting to have a sweet relief from stressful environments. Um, it was just really a magical thing. So to be here, like we said earlier, I think 27 episodes, 26 episodes, uh, deep already, having learned so much, having more to go, I, I'm so fucking thankful and I think it's so fucking cool. Um, Good shit coming. I'm just so excited for the future. And uh, now that we, it's kind of like we, you know, it's the walk, then crawl, then walk, then run kind of thing. I feel like we're, like we're getting there. We're getting to that pace where it's, it's, yeah. it's becoming more um, efficient. Certainly not. It's not like a machine. It's just becoming more natural feeling and organic. Right. Um, I agree. And it's, I think it's just really, really cool. So, I have in my notes, um, you are my Mushu, my Bridget Jones, and my Leslie Nope, and I'm Stop so it. thankful <laughs> for you. And I'm, I was, like, trying to figure out how I, like, combine them. I'm, I'm going to figure out a way to, like, com somehow combine them and make something. But You perfect, perfect, perfect person. You are the best. Don't flatter you, me. You will win everything. <laughs> Thank you. That's amazing. And um, I will say, like, I, the one thing that I'm learning this year is that you have to, like, toot your own horn because others won't do it for you. And I hear how, like, 
I mean, I think Kendall and I both are like a little like, I don't want to do that. I'm learning how to like <laughs> not give a shit. Yeah. Um, but I'll say like, just, just as a, as a milestone, we've been like open for business about six months. Oh we had 33 listens in one day, the day before yesterday, we had 23 yesterday. Like that's what is happening. Like people are listening and I feel very strongly that maybe we're trying what we're trying to do to help people is resonating with people and i hope that's the case because it's just what it's for we're, we're not here to just echo chamber ourselves and and flatter ourselves with our humor we're trying to soften the blow of things we're trying to learn yeah. um with comedy and that's all we're doing kendall yes. and i are very much laser focused on that front so um yeah. anyway okay i think you and I, after, as I look back um, on this, we've learned so much about the editing process and we've improved so much since the first episode. Remember, I mean, and you were perfect from day one. Your sound was stellar. I sounded like you'd lock me in the basement and I was shouting into your mic that was upstairs. Like, totally on me. You're going to do this podcast with me. Get in the basement now. <laughs> you better shout because we can't hear you. <laughs> Shout louder than the cat. <laughs> anyway, we fixed it. It sounds better now. I mean, yes, I'm in a closet. We're going to fix that in 2021 because there will be a camera on us. And Kendall can see the jeans hanging to my right and the sweater hanging from my left. Doesn't matter. Um, also, I just needed to do like a little bit of an honorable mention. Um, remember in the Dave Chappelle episode when you said I should watch... My next guest needs no introduction with oh, Dave Letterman, yeah. the Chappelle episode. So I did on your assignment. You told me and I did. Um, and I will say Dave Chappelle struck me as a very smart individual. Very genius. Right. Very, very smart. Like he gets it. He yeah. is on it. Um, he also strikes me as like a pretty angry person. I'm not. I, listen, I don't have a I don't have a horse in this race any which way but he just strikes me as very 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 smart very angry um not to say that that's not warranted or whatever I, again i don't know enough um that's not necessarily even a bad thing to be right. angry right yeah. it fuels you um but it was definitely a new introduction to him as himself rather than his stand-up persona and i right. had not seen that before yeah. so your recommendation of that, I just needed to kind of put in the noteworthy column um, because I did watch it and I was like, huh, oh my God, like, wow. Like it was a very different experience than I was expecting. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I walked away from that episode being like, I don't think that I really got the essence. It's And it's hard to explain, like, this is what it looks like. This is what it sounds like. It's actually mm -hmm. this. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard, isn't it? It's to like very difficult. Explain it without watching it. Yeah. And yeah, that interview with David Letterman just, I was like, Fuck. Well, and you know what? Not to like toot our horn, but like toot toot. Um, <laughs> that's a start. That's a start right there. Not to but like again, what I horn, said at the like, beginning of this episode, I, listen, we're no by no means Dave Chappelle level, but like you and I take the truth and we stretch it and we contort it really fucking well. Listen, yeah, sorry. I don't disagree. 
don't be a girl and also have confidence because that will break you from like all of mainstream society. Right. You'll have to say it. I'm going to need you to say these words. We'll cut this. <laughs> Not really. And then you say it as a man and then everyone will go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if I say it, then everyone will be like, that's stupid I don't think bitch. I'm considered a man. Cancel her. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. You're like, listen, ladies. I don't give a shit. I don't care. It's 2020. I don't give a shit about anything. So, Anyway, so I learned that and I wanted to I wanted to tell you that I did my homework and I did go and watch the Dave Chappelle episode and I definitely got a different vibe. Yeah, very different vibe than I did from his stand up. Um, Okay, so that was one thing. I also watched that horror movie you recommended during the Halloween episode. Yes, Um, I think it was totally my pace and so well done it was called it follows and it was a great movie for i've been meaning to ask of... you every time we like hang up i'm like god damn it i forgot again yes okay it was so good it was all about the suspense and it was all about the like idea of horror like right. coming for you but right. like it was just i mean there was a moment in the beginning that i was like what is what's her leg doing like that but it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter watch it it doesn't matter it made me laugh i laughed out loud very loud yeah. but other than that one scene i was like this is actually pretty interesting like this is an interesting take on the friday the 13th and all of these uh-huh. other horror movies that is like if you're virginal you're fine but if you're gonna like ex- you know do things that are uh, i don't know before your time like if they're mere like if they're married, does it happen? Like, what no, if he's infected just, and married? Like, that's a very good question. It's literally just, it's like, it's like an STD. Ooh, okay, yeah. time to fuck out. Sorry. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. I mean, yeah. Huge pause it spoiler. if you want to watch it. Or do after watch we judge it. it. It's so <laughs> Maybe it'll be like better. The way that I like to use it is like this, like, if, if I can come to somebody with this on the table, like, the way that It Follows did horror Sans, there's just a couple of like CGI things that I was like, God, and the weird pool thing. But yeah, the, yeah, totally. Oh my God, the pool scene. Yes. So yes. Thank so you. Stupid. Thank you. But the idea you have a disease, you, you catch a, a, a sexually transmitted disease that is somebody is going to follow you slowly and they're trying to catch you to kill you. And once they kill you, they go to the next person before you. And so they've mm-hmm. created this chain of people that, like, just have to pass it on to the next person and explain what it is so that they can go and pass it on and pass it on and pass it on and pass it on. All the while, this thing is just slowly creeping up. And that, I think it's, like, such a cool way to make the standard of, like, this is what horror should be. Like, this is, there's a naturalness yeah. to this. There's a purity to this thing that I love talking about in film. It's a very, it's a very, um like done template in horror like they do the like if you're not a virgin you're gonna die right you're in the car at lover's lane and the hook comes or you're friday the 13th and you're at summer camp and if you have sex they're gonna come at you mm-hmm. and come at you in your dreams or whatever whatever blah 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 but they did it in a way that i thought was really interesting and and smart I, again i had questions too like oh so i'm I'm going to say this on air, but I cannot promise that this will ever happen because I do not understand copyright in the level that I need to. But Kendall, you and I should start a Patreon page where people donate to it. And we, in return, will give like our like Mystery Science Theater Theater 3000 where we like just watch a movie in real time. And we're oh, like, cute. Ah! and we just like 
talk over it because I, I feel like it would be that. so funny. When and like you and I will have debates. the same edits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, maybe I'll cut that out. Maybe I won't. We'll I find it. out. It'll be fun. And then we can get people to donate and we can actually like make money on this. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Uh, we do it for you. We love you and you're worth it. But also we need to get paid. (laughs) (laughs) So moving on. Lastly, I wanted to thank you for doing an episode on the election. It was in my top three and I kept juggling with the others. I kept juggling with it. I was like this one, this one, this one. You walked us through it really well and you really broke down what we all needed to look at what we needed to question and how we needed to understand the fucking galaxy sized tangled mess. Mm -hmm. That is the 2020 election. Mm -hmm. You broke it down in a way that was safe and smart and funny and easy. And that's really important in a time that's hard. So thank you. I mean, thank you for that more broadly. Thank you for taking this, podcast journey with me um you are the absolute best and i love you and um i'm really looking forward to our next year not just because 2020 is the biggest fucking dumpster (laughs) fire ever since the meteor hit the fucking earth and killed the dinosaurs (laughs) can we give that another shot please (laughs) (laughs) but also because we've got we've we We've got this and it'll be a blast in 2021 and it only gets better from here. Yeah. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. That's all. I, I know this was a long episode, but hopefully people enjoyed it as the recap. We learned from each other and we're trying to be intellectuals. We're not, we're trying to um, put our money where our mouth is. Not really. We don't make money on this. We're trying to <laughs> we're putting just our, preach our and then also money. do. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, I, I really appreciate it. And I think this is such a great way to wrap the season, wrap the year and all of that. I'm with you 100% on and looking forward to what is to come. And um, this has been uh, wonderfully, wonderfully fun. And I'm so happy that we did it and we've done it uh, this long and more. And I don't know what the fuck, like I don't, I can't imagine us not doing it. So um, yay. Uh, yeah, I'm just terribly, terribly, terribly grateful. So, well, me too, me too, honey. Thank you so much, and um, we'll be back soon. Yeah, follow us on social, please. We'll put, we'll, we'll stay active on social, like even through the holidays. Don't worry, we'll, we'll do something. I don't know, we'll do something. Yeah, it'll be fun and cute. Just follow Thanks. us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever your thing is. Yes, perfect. I was going to say pics of my Christmas feast, which will probably just be like BK from the day before. But. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> do it. I think we need it. I, like, let's do it. Do uh, like a Christmas. We can both do our awkward Christmases. <laughs> and we'll take photos and we'll be like, here I am. With <laughs> cat eating out of his bowl. Thank you. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. Well, this is it for 2020. Uh, Kendall, this is it. The next time we record, it will be 2021. Hope. Hashtag hope. (laughs) Looking forward to, yeah, if it comes. There's like a meme going around right now that the aliens are getting Like, they're the last ones. They're going to come. And Have you seen that? The aliens can come, and we welcome (laughs) them because anything is better than this. So... (laughs) 
I'm sorry. Do you want to like dominate our race and like do whatever with a, an actual hierarchy and order? Yeah. Okay. We're willing. We're here. Do worker it. bee. Worker bee. I am a worker bee. Yeah. Love it. Oh my god. Okay. Well. Let's do it for the last time in 2020. Time. Are you ready? Here we go. You- here we go. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Wonderful. <laughs>